In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why you can't just pray for things to be better in your relationship. Ooh, let's go. to episode 93 of the Journey's Marriage show. I'm Sarah. And this is Rafi. What up? And today we're talking about why prayer is not enough, you guys. It is not. And for what? For your relationship. Ooh, it's not enough prayer for your is relationship. Enough, but for your relationship, I agree. Yes. <laughs> and for just um for me, like prayer in general, I didn't really understand because we were raised in the faith, right? And I guess that's kind of how it is when you're like kids and your parents raise you that way and they're hoping that it'll just click for you one day. And it didn't click for me until you and I started courting. So how was your prayer life and your relationships in the past before you met me? Um non-existent um, oh when things were really hard then we prayed like, only when it's hard right like what once <laughs> <laughs> once what what were you praying about i have no <laughs> idea um i just saw our prayer life as individual an uh, individual thing interesting yes but then even then it was only like please help us or <laughs> please let my partner be nicer to me. Please don't let me tear his head off when I kick you in the face. That's Amen. not nice. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> no, I resonate with that because I remember uh, even when I was in my, my past relationship, when I was engaged to my ex-fiance, I had a pretty good prayer life. It wasn't the greatest, but I had a good prayer life. I went to, I always went to mass. I was involved in uh, youth ministry, involved in my parish. Um, I was praying daily. Yet, I always, almost every single day, would get into like shouting battles with her over the phone, where we would just end up hanging up on the phone and then just the same pattern happens over and over and over again and yeah it was kind of it was yeah i just thought of it was um, sucky the the hymn and they'll know we are christians by yeah, our love by <laughs> our love and we know that we so i wouldn't wait know why were you thinking about that because i wouldn't know you're a christian <laughs> yeah you wouldn't have known <laughs> how i was how we were talking to each other over that phone was not the most loving thing that we've been doing. <laughs> but I still had a good prayer life. And yeah, that's when we realized like, you know, 
prayer is not enough. Mm-mm. Like for me, it wasn't enough for me to learn how to become a better communicator, how, how to talk to my partner with dignity, how to resolve conflict in a healthy way. You know, sometimes as Catholics, I feel like we just, we use this kind of as a crutch to to just be like, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this and I'm just going to pray about it. But that's about it. I'm not going to take that next step forward or seek anybody like for help. Like you're just wishing. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you think about the apostles in the early church, when they were praying um, and the Holy Spirit came to enlighten them, they went out and did something. Mm-hmm. They actually did whatever God was calling them to do, what they were feeling inspired to do. Um, it wasn't just, hey, I'm just going to pray in the upper room and we'll see what happens. Right. And that's what I really learned too. Like my prayer life or my faith without action was dead. Yes. Like you're saying like, oh, I like um, the example of, oh, please let my partner be nice to me, be more nice to me. And then I go out and I yell at them or something or they yell at me. Then I'm like, Lord, did you not hear me? Please let them be nicer to me. <laughs> but I didn't do anything that would help my prayer yeah. be alive. Definitely. Makes sense. So there's this quote that goes around by St. Augustine that says, Pray as though everything depended on God and act as though everything depended on you. Mm. And I remember hearing that quote, and just like if we put it in the the context of our relationship, that helped us to realize that there's so much more that we can do to improve our relationship rather than just to pray pray for it to all go away. You know, I believe and i know that both of us believe that the challenges that we face in our lives in our relationships is actually god telling us something Mm -hmm. in disguise you know sometimes we ask we're always continuing to ask god give me a sign how do i get better give me a sign and there's these challenges that's going on in our lives and those are the those are the opportunities that god's like hey there's a gap, there's a deficiency, there's a weakness here that you need to look for the resources to to help you. Right, those you are know? the signs. Yeah, and to take action rather than just continuing to ask for God for help. I, and we're not trying to downplay to not pray. That the, When you listen to this episode, don't be like, oh, you know, Rafi and Sarah said, prayer is not enough, don't pray. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not our, our expectation here. Prayer is part of it. It is. It is part of the process of improving your relationship. But you've got to take action. That is the second step. And I know for, for us, that re, that action that we had to take was actually learning how to do this. Learning how to do the whole relationship thing. Mm-hmm. We understood that the things we've learned from our family, from the culture, from our own personal experience wasn't enough for our relationship where we had to learn from experts. We had to do the research. We had to read the books. We had to go to the courses. We had to find the coaches, the mentors. We had to find people to help us develop these skills because we learned that it's not just our prayer life 
to become better communicators, there's skills that we lacked that we had to develop. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, something I want to add is that when you're um, apart on prayer, is that when you're praying for your relationship, and you're you're saying like, "Lord, please help my partner." It's also a good time to reflect and realize that it's not just your partner. This is a time where mm-hmm. you'll realize and reflect that you're part of the problem too. You're part oh, of the conflict. Ouch. And that's where you can also ask God to help you grow in virtue or patience. That's that's one of the top ones to pray for in a relationship. Yeah, that was interesting. My journey when I got out of that relationship, because throughout the whole relationship, I always pointed the blame to her. Like, you know, she's always wrong. I would always tell that to my spiritual director. Like, she's so annoying and... <laughs> She's not supportive. She's not encouraging at all. And then I got out of the relationship and I started to get really focused in my faith. And I started reflecting on myself and I realized, man, there was so much I was doing wrong that I couldn't see um, that I need to work on now uh, and and that I want to repeat in my other relationships. So the big main point here for all of you who are listening who are having problems in your relationship being whether it be your communication or how you guys resolve conflict whatever it is you can't just pray your relationship problems away you can't there's prayer and there's action so i know there's a heresy out there um that actually that the the church condemned um in the 17th century it's called the quietist heresy so this heresy where there's like this, these individuals, a group of um, believers who believe that they needed it to achieve like this quote unquote perfect quiet to be united in God in prayer. So like they're just like really just praying and just thinking about God all day and just depending on God without doing anything, like literally just praying and doing nothing. Hmm. And it was a, it was like a false, false type of mysticism that the church condemned, um, that wouldn't like sustain. It won't sustain the church if you think about it. Like the disciples went out and did some something. They evangelized. They went on foot. They didn't just pray and just sat in their room doing nothing. You know, and I don't know if you know like the Benedictine. Um, Aura at labora, pray and work. These mm. are two. These are two significant acts that God has intended us first to to do to grow in um, holiness here on earth. That both it's both and it's not one or the other. Yeah, because can you imagine like Jesus just praying? Ooh, <laughs> and then just like not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one would I can't know about that. him. That'd be awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a very boring story. He prayed and prayed until he fell asleep in God. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way, guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can't just pray your relationship problems away. If anything, when you see that you're having challenges, tension, n- no peace in your relationship, those are signs from God 
potentially that, hey, you need to figure this out. Mm -hmm. You can't just keep repeating the same problem over and over and over and just um, think it's going to be different. You've got to do something differently to become a better communicator, to to be better at resolving your conflict in your relationship, whatever that is that you're... Or even being chased. Yeah. Like you can't just pray like, Lord, help me be more chaste. And then you do all the unchaste things afterwards. Yeah. Still doing the same exact things. They say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. You don't want to be... Insane. Insane in the membrane, yo. And you, you hear us say that a lot because... We want you guys to not be insane. <laughs> we all don't want to be insane. I don't want to be insane. I was insane in my past relationship. That was like five years of yelling battles over the phone, thinking that something, I thinking that time would change everything, or me actually marrying her would change everything. That's why I got engaged. I'm like, you know what? This is probably, probably going to change everything. Not. Nah. And now you woke. Yeah. You God has woken? taught. Yeah, God has taught us a lot. So some things that you can do to implement this. Number one is to examine your conscience daily. This is a this is a habit that Sarah and I always incorporate in our prayer at the end of the day where we reflect on the times we may have fallen short of loving each other as spouses, of loving God and loving others. So taking the time to reflect on the sins that we may have committed or maybe like the times that we haven't shown up the best for our partner. We might have not said the, the best thing to our partner. Because the the way to finding growth in your relationship, it really starts with yourself. And you being mm-hmm. honest, you being self-aware of what you're doing, what's triggering a lot of the tension that you're experiencing. So that the next day, you can figure out how you cannot repeat that pattern. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first thing, again, just examine your conscience daily. The second thing is to identify what's bringing the most tension in your relationship, whether it's maybe jealousy or maybe with your families or family. Um, Just really identifying what brings that tension because then that's, that's God saying like, hey, look at this. Look at this problem that keeps showing up. Mm. It's time to do something about it. Don't just let it keep reoccurring. Mm. That's good. And one thing to look for is the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I know that's that's allowed us to help us discern our vocation. And one of the things is like, hey, do we find peace? Is there still peace in our relationship? Is there still peace in our discernment that's allowing us to continue to continue our relationship Mm -hmm. or is there not is there something that we need to fix or or whatever um there's a reason why you're going through the things in your relationship um so yeah that's good and then the last thing to do is once you identify and once god allowed you to identify yourself what you're screwing up at right where you're weak where your gaps and deficiencies are in your relationship then to develop the skills whatever you need to bridge that gap to start to handle those tensions in your relationship with confidence, whether it be reading a book, learn from an expert, you know, invest in, in courses, in events, 
um, look for a coach, look for an expert that has expertise in going through this whole pro like have been gone through this process and learning how to unlearn that whatever the the pattern is because typically a lot of the the problems that you're experiencing in your relationship are patterns there's unhealthy habits mm -hmm. and patterns you've developed throughout the years um, that can be broken because again you've you've created that it's just a habit right but you could always change your habits you could always break habits but you need the support of people who've already gone through what you're going through so you don't have to learn this all yourself yes all right cool so with that being said i hope this helps again our point here is not to say to not pray or not just pray a little bit no you've got to pray so much for your relationship every single day you got to be persistent in it but you're also going to have to take action okay you're going to have to take action. You're going to have to try something new. you got to seek, learn, research, um, and do things differently. Prayer and action. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye.